You're listening to the Queen of Calm podcast, the podcast for calm girls by a calm girl. Welcome back to the Queen of Calm podcast. I'm your host, Paisley Haddad. So, like I start out all my shows, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who's been listening to my episodes, as well as everyone, all my guests for being on the show. Um, if you're not following us on social media, follow us at Queen of Calm podcast on Instagram and at Queen of Calm pod on Twitter. And we recently reached 400 followers on Instagram, so thank you so much for all your support. But once we reach 500 followers, I'll be holding another giveaway on my page, so be sure to follow and help us reach that next milestone. And if you're feeling generous, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. So, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about the calm one of the week that I saw. Um, So, you all know that I'm obsessed with Gossip Girl, and so they've their publicity team has just been working so hard on having such a on-brand premiere for the show. It premiered last week, and it's actually the uh, number one stream show on HBO Max, which is incredible after one episode. But they had, you know, a bunch of marketing where Gossip Girl, which if you if you're not familiar with that, she's an online blogger and she kind of writes in a certain style. So they've turned all of their social media accounts into that Gossip Girl esque style. They held events for influencers. They had a red carpet event. But also something special that they're doing is that they're taking uh, fans' tweets in Gossip Girl's voice and they're putting them on a billboard in New York City, kind of making it seem like New York City is getting live tips just like on the show. So hats off to the Gossip Girl and HBO Max publicity team um, for an incredible premiere and for all the hard work they've been doing. So today's show is all about PRSSA National. Um, You heard in one of my past episodes with my guest Jenny Bradford all about PRSSA on the kind of local level through colleges and, you know, certain chapters. But today we're going to talk to the national president of PRSSA currently about all she does with the national organization and what it means to be involved on the national level. And she's also going to talk about her tips to getting the most out of the organization. So stay tuned for the interview. You're going to get a lot of great tips and information. My next guest is a student at the University of Oklahoma who serves as the president of PRSSA National. Please welcome Rachel Meltzer to the podcast. Welcome, Rachel. So glad to have you today. Hi, so glad to be here. So why don't we start out with how you got interested in NPR? Yeah, so I was actually a student um, studying music therapy and theater production, um, <laughs> which is pretty far off um, from PR. Um, I mean, not really a lot of theater kids come um, into PR, which is actually really interesting. And it's been kind of, you know, fun to... Um, get to meet everybody and kind of talk about those stories too. But um, I basically was a PR minor. Um, I picked that up and I took one PR class and was like, oh my gosh, like this is what I need to be doing. I absolutely loved the whole like media and culture and all of that. Um, And so when I studied that, I ended up actually transferring to OU um, and joining Gaylord there, which is our journalism college um, and mass communications. And it's just been a super awesome experience and just really, um, I've loved getting to, you know, really dive into PR and, you know, realizing those differences, the differences between that and ad and everything. Um, so that's kind of how I got into PR was just with that first class that was literally like a general education, um, requirement for my PR minor, but it absolutely like changed the game for me. That's awesome. And yeah, like, like you mentioned about the theater kids, that's so funny that a lot more, you know, theater people don't get into PR because that's the type of person that's in PR to, you know, be very, um, you know, outgoing and be able to talk to people. So talking more about PRSSA, so how did you first get interested in PRSSA and what was your first, you know, meeting like and all that? Yeah, so with PR, PRSSA, 
<clears throat> sorry. Oh my gosh. That's okay. <laughs> um, with PRSSA, for me, it was kind of, you know, I was like, this is the organization you have to be in, you know, um, you join PR and you're like, okay, well, what organizations do I join? And so of course, like PRSSA, um, I found that a lot of students actually don't join PRSSA until they're like juniors or seniors, which I think is really interesting because for me, it was always like, oh, like I need to go in and, you know, hit the ground running. And so of course, PRSSA was, you know, the option to be, which um, in, you know, my whole experience, I think is really interesting um, hearing everybody's different stories on how they first got involved. But my chapter was such a big um, part of why I love PR and why I continued to love PR. Um, we meet every other week. And so we bring in guest speakers and we have time where we get to just like talk to each other. And I remember um, the executive board members at the time coming up being like, hi, like, are you new? Like, and just starting to chat with me and create those relationships, which I think are so important. And that's a big part of what I do love about PR SSA as a whole is those relationships that people are just like wanting to form with you. Um, and not just for like, you know, professional benefit, just to, you know, be together as people and peers and getting to bounce things off with each other. And so it's really cool to see those different relationships form and hearing everybody's why of their own chapters. Um, I know that so many people on the national committee, myself included, um, attribute so much of that back to our chapters and our chapters being such a warm and inviting place. Um, and so even though I still serve on the national level, I still love all the things that I do get to do with um, my OU chapter and with all my friends there um, that have really been that support system, like even through running through national committee. And they really like give you the ideas to, you know, get more involved and start running with things. Yeah, and that's so interesting that you mentioned, you know, joining as a freshman, because, you know, that's really where you make your friends and your major and, you know, like you said, those connections. So I, I remember joining as a freshman and like, just like you too, you know, this is what you have to do if you want to be in PR, you know, join PRSSA and start getting that experience. And I think it's much more valuable if you join at the beginning rather than later, because, you know, you miss out on a lot, but <laughs> Um, so talking more about PRSA National too, so you serve on the National Board as president. So what is your job like there and how does that kind of connect to the, the local chapters? Yeah, so um, as national president, um, I get to lead our awesome committee, um, which is just a bunch of awesome students from across the country who are just really passionate about PR and passionate about people, which is really great. Um, so kind of before this, I served as um, the vice president of events and fundraising. Um, so that's what I was last year during COVID, which was obviously super fun and super <laughs> um, crazy and just getting to refigure all of that out with virtual events, virtual fundraising, all of those things. Um, and then at the end of that, I obviously ran for national president, um, and that is my position now. And a lot of it is just supporting our committee members and their initiatives and working with them to get things pushed out for our society that they can implement in their own chapters that they, or things that they can um, use to their advantage, like these webinars and workshops and networking and things like international conference. Um, and so that's really fun. But my favorite part of my job is just getting to talk to people um, in PRSSA, people who even maybe aren't in PRSSA and really learn um, what we're doing well, what maybe we can improve on and just hearing people's experiences. I think it's always just such a treat to get to hear about how people have been shaped and formed by PRSSA and how the friendships that they've made there have really carried them through college or through their careers. Um, and looking forward to PRSA, which is our parent organization, just how excited they are about PRSSA um, and all the students that come from PRSSA. So a lot of it is that um, I sit on a couple of different boards in my role as national president. And 
as well as just kind of working with PRSA and our partner um, organizations to really make our society the best we can for our students and to continually grow those experiences um, so that PR um, students can, you know, gain those connections and they can gain those experiences that'll really help propel them in their careers. Yeah, definitely. And it's cool how you kind of get to have that bird's eye view of, you know, everyone and seeing all the things that they're doing, because I know like so many chapters are so different. Like I know my chapter from Marist College, we do things so much differently than other people that I see on Instagram. So it must be so cool to be able to connect, you know, everyone together and see, you know, what everyone's doing. Yeah, it is. And it's really cool because all the chapters are so different and people don't do things the same. And we have some really small chapters and we have some really big chapters. And it's really cool. I think that one of my favorite things over the pandemic was really seeing how all of these different chapters were starting to reach out to each other and play at events together or do mixers and just really like take advantage of the fact that we are in a virtual space and those physical boundaries weren't really as big of a deal as they once were. Um, So it was really cool to see those things. Awesome. And yeah, so you guys also have podcasts that you do. So can you talk yeah. a bit about those? Yeah. So we have a couple different podcasts that we do. We have PR with the pros and then we have like student stories. Um, and so PR with the pros is more with professionals, obviously PR with the pros. Um, <laughs> and they go in and they just talk about like their careers. They talk about different subject matters, give advice. Um, and so those are awesome to listen to um, for those pro- professionals perspectives and then we also have student stories which are run more by students um I've been on two of them I was on one with Kix Brooks who was no Kix Brooks that's not his name um okay anyway (laughs) Kix and he was the um he was the conference coordinator for ICON of the like the student section. And so they kind of worked with peer essay. So we got to talk about that and virtual events and conferences, um, some district conferences stuff. And then I was on one with Zach and Katie, which were two members of the previous national committee, just to talk about, you know, a year in the roundup, um, how things went and stuff. So those student stories really tell um, student experiences. We have some awesome from some diverse students' perspectives that you can go and listen to um, just to really get, you know, that diverse perspective on PR, SSA, and PR, um, and it's a really just awesome way for students to get to tell stories at a higher level. Yeah, definitely, and I think those are such great things for, you know, listeners to listen to, so if you're listening, go check that out, um, and so kind of talking more about your experience as a comm student, so, you know, the industry is, you know, so different than it was, you know, before this pandemic now, so, you know, what do you think is something that, you know, students should be preparing as they prepare to graduate, you know, to enter this industry? I think that a big part of it is really just being able to communicate that. Okay. That sounds like so silly. Like, of course we're students, but like, it's kind of funny how like many of us like struggle with communicating, but I think like, that's a big thing. And I think that realizing that those traditional like work flows in a way are not as much there as they maybe once were. Um, I think that we've seen a lot of people being a lot more flexible uh, in terms of, you know, whether that's, oh, working in office, working remotely, working from home, um, whether that's even the structures of like, you know, those boundaries that we set in terms of communication. So that's why I think like communication is a big thing and how to communicate and communicating and advocating for yourself as well. Um, I think that we've seen some people feel really stretched thin because this typical, you know, you go to the office, you do your work, you come home and you're done. Um, that's really like not there anymore. And it's kind of like a 24 seven, like you're always on situation. So I think that being able to communicate like what your boundaries are communicating, how you want to be communicated with communicating your needs 
Um, cause maybe that is one of the things like now that we've been in this, you know, remote lifestyle, maybe that's how you want to work. And so, um, being able to communicate how you do things and especially in these remote work styles where we're communicating with others, um, in a very different way, because we're not just, you know, sitting across the office from them. Um, I think the communication is really key in that and communicating what we, um, what you want to do, um, communicating, you know, where you want to go in your career. I think a lot of people have taken the time during the pandemic to really think about the things that they want to do. Um, I know there's like a huge like thing going on right now. That's like, um, the great resignation that like, they're thinking that like so many people are going to resign from their jobs because they've really like seen, um, what's important to them during the pandemic. So I think that all those things are really important and really like interesting to think about too. Yeah, definitely. And that, that was one of the coolest parts, I think of, of, you know, the whole virtual experience of trying to, trying to find the silver lining out of it is that, that, that adaptability factor. And like, I mean, I remember looking at like the U.S. Open last year, like they had that new system of like having journalists call in to like this, you know, automated thing. And they did the press conference through that. And I think we're going to see a lot of you know, like you said, adaptability and, you know, people just trying to make things work, you know, in the, this new normal that we have. Yeah, I think that a lot of these things, like, they've always been here, like, Zoom has been around for such a long time. Like, I used Zoom in, like, 2016. Um, and so, like, seeing seeing it come back now, I just think is so funny. Um, but it's, you know, we've always had the ability to, you know, reach out to these people that we maybe wouldn't have reached out to before. And, we've had the ability to pop on a zoom call or have a virtual meeting or have like these hybrid conferences and things like that. But we've never really thought about it before in that way until we were forced to. Um, so I think that it's cool seeing how people have pivoted and seeing that even when we can go back to these, you know, in-person things and while they will be so fun and so exciting, I think that, you know, those virtual aspects are obviously, you know, here to stay. Yes, definitely. And something I was saying the other day too, and another podcast was that, you know, Skype, they were like our main mode of like video calling. And then all of a sudden this happens and no one uses Skype anymore. It's so funny. So I'm like, I'm I'm waiting for their like ad campaign or like PR team to jump in and like have like the Skype comeback. (laughs) I know they really could have like championed themselves as like the leaders of the pandemic, but Zoom really hopped in. I I don't I just like Zoom better. It's just like, I feel like it's a little more streamlined. It's, I don't know. Yeah, much more easy to get on the meeting, like send a link and everything, get everything organized. Yeah, definitely. I feel like before, like on Skype, you had to like have an account and you had to like be friends with the person. And then it was just like a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I remember an internship I did, they used Zoom and it was like, we had like these intern seminars. And so people were like on the screen and I remember I'm like, can't wait for this to be done. Like, I'm never going to use this again. And then here we are, like, (laughs) it's like our main thing that we're doing. And that was how all, you know, classes were, you know, this past year and everything, but yeah, it's, it's funny how like things that you use before come back and like they become your like your lifeline. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. So uh, another thing about PRSSA. So what is your advice for students who are like freshmen who want to join PRSSA? What's something that you, you know, wish you knew back when you joined? I think that the biggest advice that I can give is just to join. Um, that sounds like... <laughs> so basic like I just joined but you know I think that a lot of people like maybe you're scared because like maybe you don't know a ton of other people in your major um or whatever it is and I think that it's one of those things where it's you really do get out what you put into it and so by going to that first meeting just going and sitting down and talking to people like PR people love to talk for the most point like 
so, you know, just going to those meetings and just being like, just go meet someone new, make it a point to talk to someone new at every single meeting. Um, and just like make a new friend, exchange phone numbers or whatever, talk about the, that writing class that is killing both of you, you know? <laughs> um, I think that that's just one of those things. And cause those are the memories that you're like, you're really gonna get like a hold on to. Cause I know that when I joined PRSSA, I was like, okay, it's probably just going to be like something that I'm a part of. And it's going to be like the thing that I do, like I'll probably run to be like a chapter officer or whatever. I didn't even know that Nash knew, I didn't, I didn't even know that nationals existed until I was just like stalking the nationals website one night. Um, <laughs> but I think that, you know, I, that wasn't something that I expected to be such a big part of my life and such a big part of my college experience. And I definitely did not expect the people that I was in PRSSA with to have such a big influence on me and my experience and become some of my closest friends, but they really are. And I feel like, you know, you have that shared, um, that shared experience in PR and with your classes and things like that. And so um, I always like, I'm in a PR class and I make friends in there and I'm like, oh, why are you not in PRSSA? And they're like, oh, well, maybe I thought that I couldn't be in it because y'all meet Tuesday nights and I have a class Tuesday, but I think that that's where like nationals really comes in and is a great um, resource of being like, hey, we have all these other things. You can apply for scholarships. You can apply for awards. We have webinars. We have conferences. We have all these different things that will totally get you to have your money's worth out of your dues and things like that, even if you can't go to your chapter meeting. Um, and even if your school doesn't have a chapter, we have associate memberships. So you can still be a member of PRSSA without belonging to a chapter. Um, which I think is really awesome for those schools that maybe don't have huge PR programs or maybe don't even have PR programs, but you're really interested in PR. Um, you can be one of those associate members and you can get all the benefits of going to conferences and hearing all the stories and getting to know people. And we have things like the internship center and just all the different things. Um, we have champions for PRSSA, which is just a bunch of professionals who just want to talk to students and give them advice. Um, and so all of those things, when they really come together, um, just, you just want to join PRSSA. Um, I feel like that's just like so basic, but um, I mean, that really is my biggest advice just to join and put yourself out there and like make a new friend and, you know, just see where it goes. And maybe, maybe it is something that you're not super involved in, but you get the value out of hearing someone speak at your chapter meeting, um, or you meet someone that can connect you with somebody else later on down the road. Um to get you where you want to go in your career. So um, join Paris to say, please come ask me about it. Would love to talk your ear off about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with everything you said. And, and when I was a freshman, like all those people I met, I feel like that was the same group that was in all my classes and, and, you know, going to all these different things that like furthered your, you know, PR experience. So like totally echoing what you said, you know, great connections for life. And I even did, we have like, we had like a mentor program in our chapter and like, I still talk to her even after graduation now. And, you know, it's, it's great to get that advice and that, you know, unique perspective from these people that you wouldn't have access to otherwise. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So my final question to you, Rachel, is something that I asked all my guests, but it's who your favorite girl boss is. And it can be one or it can be, you know, multiple if you have them, but just someone who inspires you. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's just like so many, <laughs> there's so many great people out there. Um, for me, I really have a lot of inspiration from, I really love Sean Johnson. Um, I really love her. I think that she's just like so real on her Instagram stories and she's just like fun. Um, I also love Kelsey Ballerini. She's a country music artist. Um, she kind of blew up and she's super sweet. Um, I'm a big fan of like Nashville and country music. I'm from Texas. So, um, <laughs> 
classic. (laughs) Those people, um, I love them. I like look up to them a lot. I think that there's a lot um, to say about, you know, how people, how people interact with others and how they really incorporate things that they stand for um, into, you know, things like their social presences, presences when they really like would either don't have to, um, or it could be so easily taken over by, you know, all the, you know, basic, like, traditional things it's like oh come listen to my music or do this but when you really like put those like personal aspects in there I think that it um really says a lot and I think that it really like, gets people to connect with you as well so yeah definitely also, Kelsey Ballerini and her husband are just adorable and like they <laughs> met with they met when they were like hosting an awards show together in Australia and it was just really wholesome so oh, that's I love so that cute. too yeah it's really wholesome <laughs> Yeah, both of them, I enjoy following them online because like you said, they have that real perspective. And I think definitely over this past year, like that's more of what people are going to be looking for, like when they're looking for someone to look up to or like a celebrity or like a brand, if they're looking for a partnership, somebody who has that real connection with their fans and both of them definitely do. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good ones out there. Lone Star Southern is another super great blogger. She's like a Southern blogger. She's she actually was a PR student at University of Texas and she started her blog as a class project and now it's like her main source of income which is just super cool I could go in total like separate routes on the whole blogging thing but I think it's really cool um she's super also super awesome like responds to all of the comments she gets and like dms and things she's that's another great one as well oh that's yeah I'll have to check her out I love that I love when people like have like a passion project that they turn to their career and like And that's super cool that she replies to comments too, because, you know, sometimes there can be kind of like a barrier between like the influencer and the follower. Yeah, definitely. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, Can you tell people where they can check out like the PRSSA podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the PRSSA podcasts are on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. Um, They're on Spotify, stuff like that. All of the links are in the PRSSA national bio um, on Instagram, which is just at PRSSA National. So awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for coming on the show today. And that's our episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more tips and tricks of the trade. Peace out, calm girls.